Hey everyone, it's Carmita, and welcome to Missing in the PNW. Now, of course, I want to start out the show by giving you some numbers on last week's episode. Last week's Facebook post for the four missing Hispanic children reached almost 550 people and had over 100 post engagements. Thank you again to everyone who has liked the Facebook post, shared the Facebook page, shared all the posts that I've put. You guys are helping to get these missing person cases out there. Also, over the last six weeks since the trailer has dropped for the podcast, you have helped get the podcast almost 500 downloads and almost 400 likes on the Facebook page. The podcast has made it to four out of six continents and eight different countries and or territories. So thank you so much again for liking, sharing, subscribing, and downloading, and just getting the word out there on these missing person cases. You guys are amazing. Now I want to warn you about today's episode because it does deal with some very sensitive topics. And at the end of the episode, I'll actually give you some statistics And some things that I found out on another epidemic in this country, which is human sex trafficking. I warn you that this may be triggering as it was triggering to me. And just use caution if you're listening with young children nearby. Now today, we're going to discuss the missing person case of Kalita White, who went by the nickname KK. KK was 18 years old and lived in Auburn, Washington at the time of her disappearance. She was about to start her senior year at Auburn High School and had dreams of going to beauty school. On August 22, 2006, she got a call from her boyfriend and had left shortly after that call, hopped on a Metro bus, bus number 128 to be exact, and headed for her boyfriend's house in Tukwila, Washington, which is about 17 miles north of Auburn. The last known sighting of her was on that metro bus. Five months prior to her disappearance, she was waiting at a bus stop to go home from her job she had at a daycare, and that is where she met her then-boyfriend. They had started talking, and she kind of fell head over heels. She had never really had a boyfriend before. And although she was 18... He was quite a bit older than her. Two months before her disappearance, the cops actually responded to a 911 call that involved KK and her boyfriend in a domestic dispute. Out of that call and investigation, it had came out at that time that her boyfriend was actually acting as her pimp and prostituting her in downtown Seattle. Now, although her boyfriend has never been named a suspect or a person of interest in her missing person case, police did make it known that he has a criminal background and gave inconsistent statements many times. Now, unfortunately, like many other cases, that is all the information that I have. Kalita is described as five foot one. She was very petite at 83 to 100 pounds. She's described as African-American, having black hair that may be dyed blonde or have red tips on it. She has brown eyes and her ears and nose are pierced. She was last seen wearing a yellow Adidas jacket, blue jeans, and yellow boots. Police say that she may have traveled to Tacoma, Washington, or to the East Coast, to Detroit, Michigan. Of course, 
you can submit a tip anonymously to the Auburn Washington Police at 253-804-3119. You can also call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-TIPS. Now, I want to take a minute to actually talk and bring awareness to human sex trafficking. It is one of the most horrendous, just really sad epidemics, not only in the country, but in the world. And it gets, I feel like, stigmatized so much and it gets so confused with consensual sex work that is very unfortunate for the victims. I can't tell you again how many different websites I went on and finding different statistics and facts. And I think I just kept trying to find anything I could. Honestly, I was so heartbroken that I didn't even believe half of the things that I was reading. Unfortunately, they're very true. Now, human sex trafficking is actually the fastest growing criminal empire in the world. And it has been known to make $99 billion from commercial sexual exploitation, according to a report done in 2014. Guys, that was literally seven years ago. I can't even imagine what the numbers are today with updated technology and all the things and different ways that people can communicate. Now, the government does get a kind of yearly grant to deal with trafficking prevention. However, according to a report in 2018, nearly 90% of the government's $24 million trafficking prevention budget was used to arrest consensual adult sex workers rather than used to detect and help trafficking victims. Trafficking victims are often prosecuted for crimes they are forced to commit. And in a study that was done back in 2009, trafficking victims reported being arrested an average of seven times during their exploitation. And encounters with the police are often cited as one of the most traumatizing experiences that survivors have to endure. Now, I had talked a little bit about sex work back in the Ashanti episode, which was the first episode that I did. And one of the things that is just so sad is, of course, the stigma that is around sex work. Again, it doesn't matter who you love or what you choose to do, how you choose to live your life. If you are a sex worker or have been involved in sex works and it's consensual, that is fine. If you are 18 and older, you are an adult and you can make those decisions. However, when it comes to women like Kalita who was forced into prostitution, that is a whole different story. Being 18, people think that Human sex trafficking is for teenagers or young kids. 75% of human sex trafficking victims are aged 18 or older. Human sex trafficking can affect a victim at any age. 71% of trafficking victims around the world are women and girls, while 29% are men and boys. The average age of a girl that ends up as a human trafficking victim is 15 years old, 
and it's even younger than that for boys. In a 2019 study, 44% of victims reported that no one reached out to help them. In any given time, 4.8 million people are victims of human sex trafficking around the world. In the United States, in 2020, 11,100 victims were identified, but the pandemic made that so much worse. A lot of human sex trafficking, you have the same type of mentality as people who experience domestic violence. They're often scared to say anything. They're often too afraid to run. They get isolated. People can't get a hold of them or their abuser tells them that they're sorry or tries to shower them with gifts, tells them they're going to change. A lot of times it's hard to tell if somebody is a victim of human trafficking just because they're so afraid to say anything. And when there's people who are victims but they're getting treated as criminals, that's a problem. Again, if you are 18 and older and you have consensual sex, that is your business. If you decide to be a sex worker, that is your business. But these are people who are forced into this and they don't have a choice. A lot of times, this goes unnoticed. There are a lot more ways to find help. There's a lot of people that you can talk to, there are groups that do so many good things to try and help human sex trafficking victims. And one of them is called the Guardian Group. I will have a link to their website in the show notes. I encourage you to check that out. Um, One is called Human Trafficking and Sex Work. It kind of lays out the parameters of what consensual sex work is and what human trafficking is, how they get entangled and lines get blurred. I know this could be hard to talk about with anybody. Or if you're a victim, you might be scared. You might not want to talk. You don't think anybody will believe you. I just wanted to let you know that you matter. And Kalita, if you're listening, your mom and your siblings love you and they miss you, and they want you to come home. So please, everyone, please look out for Kalita K.K. White. Again, she is described as being 5'1", 83 to 100 pounds, African-American with black hair that may be dyed blonde or have red tips. She has brown eyes, and she has her ears and her nose pierced. If you have been the victim of domestic violence, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Also, there's a National Human Trafficking Hotline, which you can call at 1-888-373-7888. If you are unable to speak with someone, there's also a number that you can actually text now. You can text HELP, H-E-L-P, or INFO, I-N-F-O, to 233-733. Thank you again for listening, for sharing these important missing person cases, contributing to finding these people and spreading awareness. 
I will be back with another episode next week. But until then, remember, have fun, but be safe.